joining me today. I'm so excited that you're here. Jesus always has a word for us. He's preparing us to stand before him that day. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're teaching us. Thank you for showing us your way and for preparing us to stand before you that day. We thank you and praise you that you want us to be ready. And so we just give you all the glory. Ask you to take over here today in your name. He is so good. He is so very much in love with us. And you can tell because he's not, like he said, leaving us as orphans. If you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's there for you all the time. He wants you to know him. And really, that is the foundation of being ready for him that day to really know him, what he's thinking, how he feels, how to live the way he lives. And um, he wanted me to talk to you today about um, doing that and give the example of how the disciples did that. In Mark 4, they asked him to explain a parable to them. And Jesus was saying that, and I find it true in my life, for sure, that when you ask him questions, just like with anyone else, you get to know him. When you ask somebody questions, it's because you want to know what they're thinking. And so really, that is the basis of getting to know Jesus, is to ask him questions. He loves it when you ask him questions. And in James, we're told that when we ask for wisdom, that God gives to all liberally without fault finding. As long as you're serious about wanting to know the answer. Um, I always think of the rich man. There's so many things to say about that situation. He asked Jesus how to have eternal life, and um, Jesus told him, yet he walked away. He walked away from the very answer he needed. He didn't apply it, which is what Jesus is talking to me about today. To, to share with you is that after we ask him, it's a good thing to listen for that answer. The, the um, disciples, what I'm about to read to you, they asked, they asked for information. They asked Jesus questions. And then they listened for the answer. And then Jesus said, after we listen for that answer, then we need to apply it. Unlike the rich man, he didn't apply it. He just walked away. He got offended. He didn't like what Jesus said. And that happens today. Even, you know, people do hear God, they hear what he says, and yet they walk away, they get offended because people don't like to be told what to do. And I'm the same. You know, lots of times when Jesus tells me something, I feel let down because I was planning something else. But what he tells us is for our good. And he said that in Revelation 3.19. He said he corrects those that he loves. So he's correcting you. He's asking you to do things his way because it's good for you, because he loves you. He's not trying to take anything good from you, but he's trying to get good to you. And we have to know that. We have to have that foundational truth that he loves us. He loves us. He gave up his life for us. He laid it down for us. He hurt so we didn't have to hurt. He took our pain, our sickness, our sorrow, 
So we didn't have to. He did that for us. Mark 4, as soon as they were alone, those who were around him with the 12 disciples, you know, we're not limited to the disciples, but those who were around him with the 12 disciples, they went to him and asked him to explain the parables. And he said to them, to you has been given and trusted the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And so he was saying, I'm going to tell you the mysteries. The secret counsels of God, which are hidden from the ungodly, but those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. And so because they were seeking him, and the ungodly are those who aren't seeking him, that don't want to know. So in order that they may look and look, but they don't see and perceive and they hear, but they can't grasp and comprehend. At least they happily, they should turn again in their willful rejection of the truth. They should be forgiven. So he said to them, if you don't understand this parable, how is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? So Jesus is saying, if you don't understand this one truth that he's telling you, you're not going to understand anything. So it's a good thing that you go and ask. And, and I want to say sometimes I hear people say that what they think of the parable, uh, what they think of what Jesus said, and without asking him. And so I just want to point that out, that it's vital to ask him what he means. So often he'll say something to me, and um, I just think I know what he means, and then later I find out I didn't know what he meant. And so now I've learned to say, okay, what, what exactly are you saying? What do you need? What, what do you mean? So anyway, he said the same ones who are, he said in the same way, the ones sown on stony ground are those who, when they hear the word at once, they receive it, accept it, and welcome it with joy. So now he's explaining the word, and I missed verse 15. The ones along the path are those who have the word sown in their heart, and when they hear, Satan comes at once and takes that message away from them. And so what he's saying is, soon as, if you don't understand this one thing, you won't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And then he said, the ones who are sown on stony ground are those who when they hear the word at once, they receive and accept and welcome it with joy. But they have no real root in themselves, and so they endure for a little while. So no real understanding. So it, it's a stage. And then when trouble or persecution rises and counter the word, they immediately are offended, become displeased, and walk away, just like that rich man did. And that's what Jesus is saying to us today, that sometimes we hear him, and we don't like what he says, and so we walk away. We, we sit in his presence, we don't like the conviction, and we walk away. And really, he is trying to help us, just like the rich man. He loved him when he told him what to do. And what he was telling him is that he had a God before God. And so what Jesus is saying today is getting to know him. Um, we might not like what he says, but if we continue... If that man would have stayed, he would have found out. The revelation would be that whatever Jesus is asking you to give, give up, in his case, it was because he had a God before God. He said, whatever you give up for him, that you will receive a hundredfold return in this lifetime. So that man didn't know that. He walked away. And so you're not going to know Jesus. You're not going to have understanding. Um, you're not going to, if you don't want to finish explaining, then um, 
you're not going to know him. The point that I want to make now is that when you are corrected by him, when you ask him questions, that's how you begin to know him. And, and that is the fullness of understanding, when you know him and you let, thing, let him explain things to you. The way to get to know him is truly to ask him questions and then go ahead and let him correct you. And you will find out he loves you. You'll find out what he's thinking, how he feels. And that is your foundation for being able to have eternal life. And the very thing the rich man was asking Jesus is how to have eternal life. And Jesus said, well, you know the commands, because he knew that's the way that man was living. And he, he said, yeah, I've done them from, from my youth. And Jesus said, there's one thing you lack. And so you might think you're ready for heaven. You might think you know Jesus. But if you let him tell you that one thing that you lack, that one thing you don't want to hear, or maybe that one thing he didn't say to you because you weren't ready to hear it, then you'll know a little more about Jesus. Just when you think you probably know Jesus, um, he's going to show you that you really don't. Because if you keep pressing towards him, if you keep seeking him, you're going to know more and more about him, which reminds me of what it says down here a little further. So I'm going to just actually keep going. He said in verse 19, Then the cares and anxieties of the world, distractions of the age, and the pleasure delight of false glamour, deceitfulness of riches, and the craving passionate for other things come in and choke and suffocate the word, and it becomes fruitless. So before that, we talked about if the person has no real root in themselves, they're going to endure for a little while, and as soon as something happens they don't like, they're going to get displeased, indignant, and walk away. And the ones sown in the thorns are others who hear the word, and then the cares, as we just read, anxiety, deceitfulness of riches, um, craving, passionate desire for other things, come in and choke and suffocate the world, the, wor the word, and it becomes fruitless. And then those, those sown on good ground, well-adapted soil, are ones who hear the word, receive and accept it and welcome it. So that's when you say, okay, I surrender, I submit. And then they receive that hundredfold, 30, 60, 100 times as much. If that rich man would have said, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, thank you for explaining it to me. I get it. If you would have hung around, if you hang around Jesus, you're going to get to know him. You're going to have understanding. And then he said, is a lamp brought to be put under a peck measure or under a bed and not to be put on the lampstand? Things are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation, for there is nothing hidden except to be revealed, nor is anything temporary kept secret in order that it may be made known. So he doesn't want to be a mystery. He wants you to know. But it's up to you to seek him. If any man, ha any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. He said to them, be careful what you're hearing, the measure of thought and study. You give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides. So if you keep giving him your attention, you're going to have more revelation. And then he said, the kingdom of God is like a man. Okay, actually, verse 25, and to him who has more, more will be given from him who has nothing. Even what he has will be taken by force. And so Jesus is saying, if you're not paying attention, the revelation, the wisdom, that you need is going to be taken to taken from you by force, by the enemy. Because if you give him your attention, if your attention is on the world, if you're not seeking 
to know Jesus, then even that little bit of revelation you maybe once had is going to be taken from you. Even um, the, the knowing that you had of Jesus is going to be taken from you. You have to keep paying attention to him. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking.